Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today I'm going to go over my review of WCW Spring Stampede 2000. Starting off the evening, we're going to our first match of the night. It is Ric Flair and Lex Luger versus the Harris Brothers versus Johnny the Bull and Big Vito. Again, it was a good matchup, back-and-forth matchup with all teams involved. Flair was keeping the pace of the match, but Luger ultimately applies a torture rack on Johnny the Bull, and your winners of the match are Ric Flair and Lex Luger. Again, this was a, a good opening match. It was not bad. Um, again, this was a really weird time for WCW, in my honest opinion, man. I didn't know what was really going on um, and how they were booking this show. Obviously, Eric Bischoff and Vince Russo, were, I think at the time, were booking these shows, and it seemed like they were trying to, in a way, push newer, fresher talent in WCW, where I, I don't think a lot of people actually agreed with that. A lot of people still were, you know, big fans of Hogan, Ric Flair, Luger, and they wanted to keep pushing the older, ta- like a lot of fans wanted the older talent to be pushed. And um, so it was just a weird time for WCW, in my honest opinion, but hats off to Flair and Luger for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we go into our next match on the card. It is Jimmy Hart versus Mancow. Uh, I think Mancow at the time was a radio personality. I don't know if he still is or not. Um, the match itself I thought was awful. I didn't understand it. It was an awful match. Uh, Mancow quickly attacked uh, Jimmy Hart with Mancow ultimately hitting Jimmy Hart with a chair shot, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is Mancow. Moving on from that, we go into our next match on the card. It is The Wall versus Scott Steiner. Again, it was an okay matchup, back-and-forth matchup between The Wall and Scott Steiner. The Wall was keeping the pace of the match. The Wall hits a chokeslam on a referee, which causes Scott Steiner to win this match by disqualification. Again, it was a decent matchup. I just wish the match was a clean finish. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Ernest the Cat Miller versus Mike Awesome. Um, Before I even get started with this match, Mike Awesome, if you guys don't know who Mike Awesome is, Made a big name for his, uh, for himself in ECW. Uh, put on phenomenal matches against Masato Tanaka, in my honest opinion. Five-star matches for ECW. They were fantastic. <clears throat> and also, he did a lot of work as the gladiator for a Japanese promotion known as FMW. But uh, this was actually Mike Awesome's debut match for WCW. The match itself was an okay matchup. Uh, it was a back-and-forth matchup between both Ernest Miller and Mike Awesome. Bigelow was here. Bigelow ends up attacking Mike Awesome. Ernest then is here. He attacks Mike Awesome, uh, Bigelow and Mike Awesome. But Mike Awesome ultimately hits a splash on Ernest the Cat Miller, pins him for the three, and your winner of the match is Mike Awesome. Again, it was an okay matchup. You're not going to get a whole lot out of Ernest the Cat Miller. I've already expressed how I felt about Ernest the Cat Miller. I, I, he wasn't a wrestler. It was pure gimmick. I just The gimmick was not, especially towards the later years in WCW, I just didn't like it. Um, he spent more time in the ring dancing than he did actually perform in the ring, in my honest opinion. But uh, hats off to Mike Awesome for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Shane Douglas and Bagwell versus Harlem Heat. Again, it was an okay matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both teams with Shane Douglas keeping the pace of the match. But Shane ultimately hits a finish and pins for the three, and your winners of the match are Shane Douglas and Bagwell. Again, big fan of Shane Douglas, you know, synonymous in ECW and in pro wrestling, in my honest opinion. He was 
you know, he was that guy who took the NWA World Heavyweight Championship and threw it on the ground and pretty much self-proclaimed himself as the new ECW World Heavyweight Champion. That moment in pro wrestling will be synonymous forever, man. It was just a crazy moment. So hats off to Shane Douglas and Bagwell for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Booker T versus Sting. Again, it was a really good matchup, back-and-forth matchup between Booker and Sting. Sting hits a stinger splash on Booker T, with Sting ultimately hitting the scorpion death lock on Booker T, or death drop, I should say, on Booker T, pinning him for the three, and your winner of the match is Sting. After the match, though, Booker T kind of gave a handshake to Sting, a little uh, sign of respect between both Booker T and Sting. But again, this was a really good matchup. Um, obviously, these guys were, you know, WCW stables, if you will, for the company, and it was great to see this matchup. So hats off to Sting for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Vampiro versus Billy Kidman. Again, it was a good matchup, back-and-forth matchup between Vampiro and Kidman. Hogan is here. Hogan's attack attacks Kidman. Hogan then throws Kidman onto uh, the announcer's table. It looked absolutely brutal. Hogan then throws Kidman into the ring. Vampiro goes for the cover, pins Kidman for the three, and your winner of the match is Vampiro. Uh, again, it was a decent matchup. Uh, it was great to see Hulk Hogan. Uh, he pretty much beat the hell out of Billy Kidman in this match to help Vampiro get the win. So hats off to Vampiro for getting the win. I just wish it was a clean finish. Moving on from that, we go into our next scheduled match of the night. It is Norman Smiley versus Terry Funk for the Hardcore Championship. Again, this was actually a decent matchup. It was a back-and-forth matchup between both Norman and Terry Funk. Uh, again, Funk was pretty much beating the hell out of Norman Smiley. Dustin Rhodes is here. Dustin attacks Terry Funk. But then Dustin, um, I'm sorry, Funk ends up throwing a ladder out of the ring onto Norman Smiley to the outside, pins him for the three, and your winner of the match, and at that time, new WCW Hardcore Champion is Terry Funk. Hats off, Terry Funk, for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match on the card as well. It is Mike Awesome versus Scott Steiner. Again, it was an okay matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both Awesome and Scott Steiner. Uh, Nash is here. Nash ends up attacking Mike Awesome, which helps Scott apply the recliner, uh, Steiner recliner on Mike Awesome, and your winner of the match by submission is Scott Steiner. Hats off to Scott Steiner for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next scheduled match of the night. It is Vampiro versus Sting. Again, it was a good matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both Vampiro and Sting. But Sting ultimately applies a Scorpion Deathlock on Vampiro, and your winner of the match by submission is Sting. Hats off to Sting for getting the win in this match. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the evening. It is The Artist versus Chris Candino versus Lash versus Shannon Moore versus Crowbar versus Juventud Guerrera. For the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Again, it was an okay matchup, back and forth matchup with everybody involved. Um, but Chris Candido ultimately gets the win due to the help of Tammy Lynn Snitch, or Stitch if you want to call her that. Um, help uh, pushed off the artist off the top rope, and can Candido goes for the cover, pins for the three, and your winner of the match is Chris Candido, who becomes the new WCW Cruiserweight Champion. A couple other things I'll take away from this match is Candido. I mean, some. I mean, to me, obviously, he came up from ECW. Um, and it was great to see him in WCW, man. And actually, they were actually pushing him, and he got the win to become the new WCW Cruiserweight Champion. So, like I said earlier, it looked like, even though Candido's been, you know, wrestling for a, 
at that time for a while, uh, Eric Bischoff and Vince Russo were really pushing the younger talent and pushing newer talent rather than the same old Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, so on and so forth. So hats off to Chris Candido for getting the win in this match and at that time becoming the new WCW Cruiserweight Champion. <coughs> Moving on from that, we go to our next match on the card. It is Ric Flair and Lex Luger versus Shane Douglas and Bagwell for the WCW Tag Team Championships. Again, it was a really good matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both teams. Flair was keeping the pace of the match, but Brian Adams and Clark are here. They attack Lex Luger, and uh, your winners of the match due to the attack are Shane Douglas and Bagwell. Again, like I said it, you know, earlier in the podcast, you know, Vince Russo and Eric Bischoff at this time were pushing a lot of younger talent or newer talent rather than the same old Hulk Hogan, so on and so forth. So hats off to Shane Douglas and Bagwell for getting the win and at that time becoming the new WCW Tag Team Champions. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Scott Steiner versus Sting for the WCW United States Championship. Again, it was an okay matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both Scott and Sting, with Scott ultimately applying a Steiner recliner on Sting and your winner of the match, and at that time, new WCW United States Champion is Scott Steiner. Hats off to Scott Steiner for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into the main event of Spring Stampede 2000. Uh, it is DDP versus Jeff Jarrett for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Again, this was a good matchup, back-and-forth matchup between both DDP and Jarrett. DDP was keeping the pace of the match, but Kimberly gets involved with the referee being distracted. She ends up hitting Diamond Dallas Page with the guitar over his head. Jarrett then ultimately hits the finish on Diamond Dallas Page, pins him for the three, and your winner of the match, and at that time, new WCW World Heavyweight Champion is Jeff Jarrett. And as far as this event goes, Spring Stampede 2000, I always give these pay-per-views a rating. I'm going to give this one maybe a four, four and a half, man. It just was not that good. There's a lot of BS going on in this event. And again, I don't know who was booking this event, um, but there was a lot of stuff that was just wishy-washy in this. And I feel like they just threw this card together just for the namesake of having it on a pay-per-view. A lot of these WCW pay-per-views, man, towards the end were just horrible. We're just trash. And I mean, if Anybody watches pro wrestling or watch WCW, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about, man. I feel like WCW towards 2000 into 2001, it was just lack of days of booking, man. 50-50 booking, you know, always mixed agendas that were going on. It just, there was not, I don't think there was a storyline that was going on that actually meant a damn thing in WCW in 2000 leading into 2001, in my honest opinion. They were just slapping matches together just to slap matches together. And, yeah, there might have been some decent matches towards the end. Vampiro versus Sting, that storyline was pretty good. But a lot of these matches were just lackadaisical, man. It really was. Um, but this is my review of WCW Spring Stampede 2000. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful. And remember, stay classic. Peace.